1: So here we go. You better buckle up, Monica. And a whole <laughs> new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome.
0: Live from News Talk 1480, WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show.
1: Have a great show. That's right, coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market in downtown Ken. 41 degrees. Who would you like me to black cat for you today, Kenny? Ohio State takes on Wisconsin Cavaliers down in South Beach tonight. Who do you want me to pick so the other side wins?
0: Yeah, uh, nobody, because I want them all to win. So don't even uh, make a a suggestion on who people should wager on tonight. And, uh, again, with our Giannino's Pizzeria uh, prop bet and parlay uh, pick of the week yesterday, we we gave them a loser.
1: That's right. No, you didn't. I did. And there's no such thing as the reverse black cat. So, in other words, if you wanted to root for – or if you want me to meet or say that I was rooting for the Miami Heat tonight, and that way the Cavaliers would win, it doesn't work that way. You have to pick the Cavaliers, you're a fan, and boom, they'll lose. That prop wager last night was a parlay, actually. We had two games going on. We like Washington over Detroit, which they eventually win by two. They were right. given like ten, and so were the Knicks over Charlotte. And they get beat outright. Unbeli- I shouldn't say unbelievable. Totally believable coming from the Black Cat. Thank you very much.
0: You're, you're quite welcome, except for, uh, who was it, Mark, uh, yesterday? who yes. uh, called? You know what? He wasn't going to give us any food anyway, so I'm right. glad he lost. How's that? Called- he he kind of just said, nope, I'm taking it all for uh, myself. That's called karma. Yeah, it is, right? Hey, if he would have said, yeah, I'll bring you guys some fries, some chicken or whatever from Giannino's, nope. then you know what? The Knicks would have found a way to win last night. Selfish. Selfish, Very selfish, selfish, Mark. So next week, that means we give away
1: or try to give away 100 bucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do some studying all weekend please. long to try and find us one winner for please. next Tuesday's Giannino's Pizzeria Proper partly better of the Week. Would you like 100 bucks? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, sorry about that, Mark. Not really. Um, but next week, we, we aim to do better, That's and right. we aims to please uh, next Tuesday. Hey, so, uh, what? These
1: were two 10-point spreads, yeah. and we took the money line and almost lost
0: both of them. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, forget picking against the spread. The hell with that, man. We wouldn't even be in the same neighborhood. We just we struggled with the money (laughs) line.
1: I mean, thank goodness that I'm not out there doing this on a regular basis.
0: I will say this. I got a free $5 bet last night from Tipico, one of my uh, apps that I have on my phone. Mm -hmm. But they tell you what sport you have to bet it on, right? So they give you this free bet. Five bucks, and it's for the NHL last night. So I'm like, okay, I'll take their free money, and I'll try and turn it into some money in my all you know right. my account. So uh, I don't know enough about all the hockey teams uh, in the NHL this year. So what I did was, you know what, I'm going to look at the um, favorites, I'm going to look at the home away records, and I'm just going to pick on the money line. And I picked the Penguins to beat the Blue Jackets last night, Blue Jackets led four to nothing in that game. Right out of the gate. Three nothing in the first, four nothing mm. in the second period. I'm like, oh great, fantastic. Uh then I picked the Kraken of Seattle over the Ducks. And I picked the Avalanche, defending the Stanley Cup champs, over the Sharks. Well, the Avalanche, no problem. Six nothing over the Sharks. The Kraken, no problem. The over the Ducks, five to two. Columbus, four nothing. Penguins come back to rally you and tie it up four it, four. four. Yeah. Yeah, and then they they won it in overtime. So I won $6 on my uh, parlay last night from the NHL, and that was just sheer luck not knowing anything. Let me ask
1: you a question as it pertains to hockey. I have never wagered in a hockey game in my life. Do you get runs? Do you get scores? I mean, do you get, like, minus one
0: goal? Yes. How does it work? Yeah, Yeah, you can pick against the spread. Oh, you went money line? I went all money line. What you can do, you can bet over, under on goals. Okay. Okay? Uh, you get either uh, a half, one, one and a half, two. How many okay. you know goals, right? Uh, or the money line. Those lot. are the three right there. Can't so, be a lot of
1: goals. So what were they giving the Blue Jackets last night?
0: I believe they were giving the Blue Jackets last night two and a half goals. Jeez. So I think if you had the Blue Jackets and the goal, then you won. You covered, right? Wow. And I believe the over under was seven, and so nine you. You know, it, depending on which way you bet on that one. But I just did money lines for my first that ever. Team for me, terrible. JT, that's my first ever hockey bet, right? Yeah, they're Boom. so bad. I, I, You know,
1: all you need to do is, you, if you really want to wager on hockey, bet against Columbus every night, or at least on the money line, because they are
0: terrible. Bottom feeders. They're
1: in the bottom of the Metropolitan again. And people in Columbus are fed up with it.
0: Well, they should be. You know, it, it's, we have a lot of young kids from the monsters that I do, right, playing up there right now. Forget it, They're, man. We got yeah. Johnny Hockey, and we still yeah. stink. He was available for a reason last year, right? He's he's good, but he's not that. No, he's not no Connor McDavid. Him.
1: According to him, he wanted to come uh, to Columbus.
0: Well, uh, he wanted to come there because they wanted to pay him um connor mcdavid is the best player in the nhl right now number 97 for the edmonton oilers 124 points phenomenal speed would you tell me speed kills right in the nfl it does in hockey too man this kid can skate as well as anybody if not better than everybody in the nhl Stick hand, fantastic so hey maybe we turn to hockey on tuesday to make our gianninos uh next week we should have yeah yeah, moves, we'll see if that Hey, how about this? We'll see if the Blue Jackets are playing next uh, Tuesday and if so, we'll bet against them on the money line. Let's
1: see what happens here. Let me look at the schedule. I was, yeah. we were
0: watching the game yesterday real quick on the Penguins. Uh, Penguins yeah. down 3 uh, nothing when I left work, 4 nothing when I got home, down 4-1 early in the third. Jeez. Diane was ready to smash the TV. I said, "No. If they're going to come back and win against any team, it's this team. If it was the Bruins, they're done."
1: You're right. But this team, and And they did. Next Tuesday is the 14th, Blue Jackets at San Jose.
0: Uh, Oh, San Jose stinks, though. That's why I picked against them last night. And we're traveling
1: out west, baby.
0: Let's go. All right, that we'll we'll mark that we'll Jeez. bookmark that one for next Tuesday, maybe as our only bet of the week. All right, we'll pick one game instead of trying to pick two winners. We'll just pick one to make somebody a one hundred dollar winner in our Giannino's Pizzeria proper parlay uh, bet of the week. So sorry about that, Mark, right. and uh, we'll do like we said. We'll do much better next. You know week. what today we'll was, to. don't you? What's that?
1: Today tickets went on sale for the Hall of Fame game
0: and for the USFL. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Get your uh, fill of the browns and the jets in the hall of fame Ohio, your choice uh to season tickets or per game in the hall of fame game or for uh season tickets or per game tickets for the pittsburgh maulers and the new jersey general
1: hall of fame game thursday august 3rd 8 p.m kickoff and it would be deshaun watson versus maybe aaron Rodgers and the new york jets
0: how about that <laughs> how about that I guess, uh, is it Woody Harrelson? Who's the owner of the Jets? Woody Harrelson or whatever no, his name is? I don't know. Woody somebody, right? They got a Woody there in New York. Um, and so uh, that, that that Woody jumped on an airplane and uh, allegedly flew to California today to meet with Aaron Rodgers to see uh, if he'd have an interest in coming to the Jets. And what, what do you think you'd give up for an Aaron Rodgers if you're the Jets? At least a the first-round
1: first draft pick, at least one.
0: At least one, yes. But um, is, is it more
1: than one? He's only one year away from being an MVP in the league, and he was back-to-back MVPs. Last year was a lousy season for them. They didn't right. make the playoffs. Right. I think it's one. At this point in time, what is he, 38? Yeah. I would say one first-rounder and whatever else you have to give up. You know, Who knows what they're going to orchestrate as far as a deal is concerned? I don't Don't think they're good at making the deal in Green Bay because I don't know that they got enough when they dealt or they let Devontae Adams go.
0: I'm curious to see what the differential is. Should both guys get traded between what somebody gives up for Lamar Jackson and what somebody gives up Mm -hmm. for um, Aaron Rodgers? Now, for Lamar Jackson, we know that if uh, a team makes him an offer Mm -hmm. and the Ravens do not match that offer – it will be at least two first round draft picks. Right. Okay. You realize
1: we're talking about a difference of six million dollars. Had they just franchised them the regular old fashioned way? Yeah. So that tells you they want to move them. They're they're hoping exactly. they they're sitting there just praying that somebody comes up and says, "Yep, we'll take two first rounders. We're ready to roll. Absolutely. Let's go." Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. They must have a, a a plan already in place for another quarterback okay. in free agency that they're going to go after and uh, they feel they can get better with that quarterback and then two first-round picks. So the
1: question is this. How soon before he's dealt? How soon before somebody offers up? And we saw it happen last year when the Browns ended up with Deshaun Watson. How long do you think it'll take?
0: I I don't know, man. I I don't know what the market is for Lamar Jackson. I mean, you you look at him, and his starting record is outstanding. He's like 45-16, and something like that, right? He's won an MVP, a league MVP but he's won one playoff game, and that's the knock against him is that when it matters most, when you're playing the best of the best and the defenses are usually pretty good, he has trouble mm. deciphering defenses and making plays in pressure situations. Well, a
1: couple of things come to mind. Yesterday when we talked to Chad Brown, I think the movement is going to be in the NFL for a lot of these teams, and we all think, and especially as Browns fans, You have to have a franchise quarterback. You need an elite-style quarterback to get you to the promised land. That's not necessarily going to be the case in this new NFL. And the problem is this. If somebody needs them, you can look through the teams that need a quarterback. And obviously, the Atlanta Falcons, the Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts come to mind. New York Jets, no guarantees they're going after uh, Aaron Rodgers. But at what cost is really going to be the question here and who's willing to put up that kind of money for me if i think somebody's going to pay for this kid i think yeah, it's atlanta
0: for lamar yep here here's well atlanta is picking where in the draft right now what what are they scheduled uh, do you have you have a bulletin yeah. board full of stuff up there uh because here's what atlanta has to Falcons or, at
1: number eight right now, and this okay. is printed a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if anything's changed, but right. from the printing of this schedule that I have and the draft order, I have them at eight.
0: Okay, so here's what Atlanta has to debate amongst themselves. Is Lamar Jackson better giving up two first-round picks, right? That's what you'd be giving up for Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar Jackson better, and then you would have to pay him what he's asking, right, at that price, or... Are you better off giving up if you need to a couple of first round picks to move up in the draft to number two and get CJ right. Stroud or whoever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and get him on a rookie contract right. so you're not having to pay him 40 50 million dollars That's year. a
1: big problem. the other thing is this you know that if you make a deal for Lamar Jackson he's your starter. no guarantees that if you draft a quarterback he's going to start right away and let's think about it from another monetary standpoint. you make a deal you're going to pay him a oodles of money, right? Right, But yep. you're, you're also looking to fill the stadium. You're looking to sell those jerseys. And, yeah, if you get a C.J. Stroud, you're going to sell his jersey too. But I still think Lamar Jackson outsells C.J. Stroud. There's no guarantee C.J. Stroud ends up lighting the league on fire. You're still waiting to see if Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback. I, right. for one, thought he was great. But when you look at the numbers, he was a good, he was a great rusher. He wasn't a great thrower, but he was also on a lousy team. So if you do get drafted by Atlanta, they're a lousy team. They were 7-10 and 10 last year. And, you know, I don't know that just bringing in Lamar Jackson elevates that team to a playoff contender. I don't know.
0: Here's the other thing with C.J. Stroud. Name me an Ohio State quarterback that's worth a damn in the NFL in recent years. Nobody. Zero. So as good as those numbers, and they all put up great numbers at Ohio State, right? And as good as those numbers are, it has not translated to NFL success from Dwayne Haskins to Justin Fields. Now with C.J. Stroud, do you think he's that much better than both Fields and the late Dwayne Haskins?
1: I'll answer that question with another question. Other than Joe Burrow, name me another quarterback from anybody else, from any other uh, uh, school that came out into the draft recently
0: um murray had decent years nothing great right with arizona you believe it hurts took a while he was what a second round pick right and and so is it a one-year wonder or is that going to translate to year in year year out production for him but the the thing is and we heard uh, chad brown talk about it and i've seen it all over social media rookie contracts five years for a quarterback yeah. if you draft him in the first round that allows you to spend money on other mm-hmm. players to put a team around him so right. that's why it probably is more beneficial to you to <laughs> roll the dice on a rookie quarterback and hope you get a joe burrow than it is to uh give up two draft picks and a right. 180 to 250 million dollars for a lamar Jackson. it shrinks your window of opportunity to win a yes. super bowl
1: but you have the Browns to thank for it because of the deal that they gave to Deshaun Watson. But it's not just the Browns either. Guaranteed money, okay, fine. But we weren't the first team to, to send out one of these humongous contracts and right. elevate the uh, the franchise tag on these guys either.
0: JT, I, I went and did some digging on Danny Dime's contract with the New York Giants, right? It's six year, or four years, $160 million is what they're saying. However, after doing some more digging, with all of the potential bonuses and incentives and whatnot, he could earn $172 million over those four years. But here's where the Giants were geniuses. They get an out after two years if they want it. Mm -hmm. After two years, they can jump out of that contract and only have paid him around, uh, I think it's $85 to $100 million guaranteed. And they can start all over again. So they were smart. Yeah, it's a four-year deal worth 160 mil, but the Giants can get out if he stinks, and it was a one-year wonder. They can get Mm -hmm. out after two years and not be tied to him with uh, dead cap money uh, that's, uh, you know, like what uh, uh, the the Browns would face if they decided to go in a different direction with Deshaun Watson. So, you know, Mm -hmm. they were smart in the way they structured their contract yesterday uh, with him. I don't know what their car is getting in New Orleans, but I can't imagine it's, uh 50 million a year, 45 million a year. He ain't worth okay. that.
1: Well, then maybe it is gonna be the wave of the future if you get a guy like a Aaron Rodgers and you can get one good year or two out of him, the way Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, I guess it's worth it.
0: Look at the uh the Rams. They don't care. They've got their Super Bowl. They right? mortgage
1: the future. Uh, and so? Same with same with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had a. Did they have a losing record to make it into the playoffs?
0: I but last year, yes, or it was close they, to it. Either, they were either eight and nine or nine and eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they won didn't their care division. that last week. Remember, they, they didn't care. Brady played like a quarter, and that was it.
1: Yeah, but they also
0: won hosted.
1: The they hosted yeah. a playoff game. And got drilled by Dallas.
0: Yeah. So that's so. what you're
1: looking for. If you want the veteran and you're willing to pay him, you yeah. better know that you have a team that's stacked and a team that can make a deep run into the playoffs, keep our fingers crossed, and maybe win it all.
0: Yeah. You, you're, you're looking at a two-year window when you do something like that. That's it. Um, with the, the draft pick, you're looking right. at at least a four-year window, and then you add the option on a fifth
1: year. Now, The other side of the coin is this. If you intend to do that, you have to be careful that you don't draft Josh DeRozan DeRozan, because when you do that, you set yourself up for one year, one yeah. and done. They, they had the, the number one pick the following year. That's when they took Kyler Murray. And we're talking about the Arizona Cardinals now. So if you don't roll the dice and you have any success with a rookie quarterback or a second-year guy, how long are you going sit, to sit him on the bench unless you've got a proven winner? And we don't want to spend
0: that kind of money. This is interesting. And the other thing, too, is this. If you're going to go with a rookie quarterback – ideally you don't want to have to move up in the draft you're bad enough where you don't have to give up any other draft picks you just take them where you stand at two three five seven eight whatever it is but you see a lot of teams that hey i don't care what i have to give up to get this guy we think he's the the next coming of uh, tom brady joe montana we'll give up two first round picks and a third round pick next year and go get this guy well
1: maybe you saw the future of the nfl in the san francisco 49ers last year because Whatever happened with Jimmy Garoppolo, and we know that they had drafted quarterbacks, and there's no way we could have ever forecasted that Brock Purdy could have yeah. taken a team to a Super Bowl. If that's the future of the NFL, so be it, man. And now all of a sudden you don't have to spend as much money at the quarterback. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant is quarterbacking your team looked Pretty irrelevant. He
1: looked pretty relevant to me, so he yeah, blew out right. his elbow.
0: Right. Now, is that the system that he was in, or is he that good? Does he have that success somewhere else, or is it just in Uh Shanahan's system?
1: Give me the system, then. I don't have to spend as much money if I'm the owner.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, along those lines, the system is Kevin Stefanski's system, and it takes us to uh, the direction we want to go in with Kevin Stefanski. I called you. I said, I can't believe this. I just watched 30 minutes of a Kevin Stefanski interview from uh i wrote it down here the the guys at um barstool sports jt okay barstool sports and uh these two guys big cat is one of the uh, personalities some other guy they caught up with kevin stefanski at the combine in indianapolis and they had him for 30 minutes jt and we're going to play some of this coming up here at the the bottom of the hour uh they they well, do we have time now, Brian, to play this, or, or do we, should we wait? You tell me. Because, okay, that means we'll wait. <laughs> um, they, they threw questions at Kevin Stefanski that no media member in Cleveland would ever ask him. And they basically, if you're not familiar with Barstool Sports, it is an accredited media outlet, but they are run by and the personalities are all fans first. These guys, you—I always tell you—no rooting in the press box, right? These guys blow that rule out of the water. They're cheering for their team, uh, you know. They're cussing, they're using, uh, uh, you know, bad language and whatnot when they interview these people. And they did so with Kevin Stefanski. There were f bombs flying mm-hmm. from these guys interviewing Stefanski and and all kind of stuff. But JT. I was like, wait a second, is that really Kevin Stefanski or is that someone dressed up like Stefanski because I don't know who that guy is. He doesn't have that personality when he talks to people in Cleveland. It was a totally different side of Kevin Stefanski. I
1: can't see anyone from Daryl Ryder on down to our guy, Scotty Petrak that could sit down with Kevin Stefanski and have him act the way he did in this interview. Like you said, he showed personality, he's got great charisma, you never hear this, you never see it with him, he's always the ho-hum guy, answered a few things that we really wanted to hear. I don't know if it's a matter of these guys not willing to ask him the question, once again, a lot of times you ask a question knowing that he's not going to answer it, you're not going to ask the question, right?
0: Right, yeah, some people are like that, yes, yeah, and these guys... Now, I don't know if he had a prior relationship. That's what I was going to say.
1: It seemed as though there was a history before because I listened to it as well, and you could tell that they were on their way. They they mentioned when he was in Minnesota that they were on their way to go out there and interview Teddy Bridgewater, and it seemed as though there was a connection there that they had at some point in time crossed paths with Kevin Stefanski. What it is, I don't know, but I can tell you this. From what I've seen in Cleveland, he don't like
0: any of us as much as he liked those two guys. No, and the one guy ran into him when they were both on vacation. Big Cat is his name, right? And Stefanski. Stefanski's family is on vacation. Big Cat was on vacation. They ran into each other, and they brought that up. Now, I ran into Urban Meyer when I was in Siesta Key, but I didn't go up and, you know, try and interview him or or talk to him or anything like that. He wouldn't talk to
1: you. He wouldn't talk to you. Uh, We see him. I I see him at his I work at his restaurant, for crying out loud. Yeah. You barely get a high out of him. Now, his wife is very nice. Shelly is sweet. She's fantastic. Comes out. Thanks for being here. We appreciate the work you're doing. This is a great time. We can't wait till the game tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. Urban walks in like Urban, you could imagine he does.
0: Yeah, he owns the place, and don't bother me. Right. Uh, Unless you're – I won't go there. Uh, Anyway, so um, this interview blew my mind. I have never, never, ever, 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 ever watched a show or an interview, not on YouTube TV, JT, Regular YouTube, right? We have a YouTube channel at WHBC. I've never watched something on YouTube for 30 straight minutes. (laughs) I sat at my computer and fast-forwarded through some of the commercials, skipped the ads. I, wanted to, I, I was like, well, how long is this thing going to go? I'm going to watch the entire thing. 30 minutes later, I was like, I've never seen Kevin Stefanski mm-hmm. interviewed like that and respond like the way he did. And we have some cuts that we pulled from this uh, Barstool interview for you coming up here after the bottom of the hour break, because I think you're going to be blown away uh, if you have listened to this show at all over the years since Stefanski's been the head coach, or if you've been a Browns fan, mm-hmm. and you've watched the press conferences and whatnot and listened to them on the radio after games, you're going to be like, wait a second, th- is this a joke? What? Is this April Fool's? <laughs> no, it's not April Fool's, it's March the 8th.
1: I also printed out a list from ESPN.com today, the best and worst free agent signings by every team in the NFL from 2018 to this past year. Because we're talking about this now, and whether or not they were going to franchise tag anyone, which we know they didn't. Who are they going to have to go after because they don't have any first-round draft picks? You will be surprised when I tell you who the best signing is. I think we can all agree on who the worst signing was, and I'll tell you that when we come back as well. And this is going to be interesting because it all ties together with the Cleveland Browns. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff to get to Browns-wise, but we're not going to just keep it all Browns for you. No Rebop Cat tell. We're getting you ready for high school hoops tonight. That's right, Wayne Trace against Central Catholic, and it's the boys' D3 regional semifinals, 6 p.m. Dan Belford, good. Denny Kincaid calling the action from Bowling Green State University. Uh, that's coming your way pregame, 5.30, tip-off at 6 o'clock. And how about this? Mike Fuel Line. One of the nicest coaches you'll ever meet. One of the nicest human beings you will ever meet. He's the head coach for the Mount Union Purple Raiders boys team. They're hosting the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 this weekend. And not just hosting, his team's playing in the Sweet 16 and hopefully the Elite 8. Mike Fueline, former Jackson head coach, state championship coach. He'll join us at 4 o'clock to talk some Purple Raiders basketball. That is kevin stefanski when we come back and we have a new text number for you to text us anytime you want to and be part of the kenny and jt text club here on whbc we'll tell you about that next as well stay with us it's kenny and jt on whbc